Hello, and welcome to This Could Get Dicey. This is Kenny here, coming in at the top to make a special announcement. Eagle-eared listeners may notice that my audio track in particular is of lower quality than we strive for here on the pod. This is not due to editing, this is because I recorded on the wrong microphone. Like we say, this is an imperfect game, played imperfectly, and I hope it doesn't affect your listening experience too, too much. Enjoy the show. Content warnings can be found in the episode description. Welcome to This Could Get Dicey, a D&D podcast where a group of buds get to unwind from their 9 to 5s and step into the world of Drew Gala. My name is Destiny Nieto, I play Loomis Bjorn, and before things get a little too dicey, i just like to say it's a beautiful day to take yourself out on a date. Oh, where'd you go? Where'd you go? Uh, I took myself to the movies and Ooh. saw The Little Mermaid. Woo! Was it good? I liked it. I haven't really been liking any of the live remakes recently, mm-hmm. but this one was pretty good. There's like nothing better than going to the movies by yourself. It's a very I've underrated I've actually experience. never been to the movies by myself. I've never done it. it I recommend yeah. it. go. I recommend. Sounds fun. You don't have to worry about like the social pressure of anyone near you enjoying the movie. Just do you your just thing. You just grab your popcorn and you just sit down and you just have a good time. Yep. Absolutely. I remember... I, Movie Important pass. question. Okay. Oh, movie pass. Talk about was that. Was game? <laughs> well, <laughs> don't. I mean, I don't trust them anymore because they really went downhill after that. But when I had movie pass back when it like first started, that's when I was like, I'm gonna go to the movies by myself more often. I remember seeing. I saw Black Panther by myself. Excellent experience. Nice. Sponsor us, movie pass. <laughs> and Black Panther and Marvel. Let's yeah. go. For- and, and Disney. Disney. Let's just go for it if we're going for it. <laughs> Put us in, coach. Um, my name is Alex Verreal. I play Ellis Vendove, and today is a beautiful day to drink a cold, crisp glass of homemade sparkling water. <laughs> you love a bubbly. Homemade? Yeah, a certain brand. Just say it. He put the glitter in himself. So the stream, if you could sponsor me, please. Just me. Fuck, fuck this could get dicey. Just Alex. It's true. I don't <laughs> like I don't like bubbly stuff, so don't sponsor me. Hey, I, I've never considered buying a soda stream until Alex told me about it. So you guys owe him. It is because I'm thinking y'all, about it. It is <laughs> he's thinking <laughs> he's actively thinking about it. It's the best way to drink water. It's my favorite thing in the whole wide world. I love sparkling water so much. <laughs> Does it still do the like its job of hydrating you? Yeah, it it has. There is no, there is no like counter benefit to sparkling water. There is like kind of like uh like a myth that it like fucks your teeth up, but like it's largely disproven. Um, it, it, don't you get like bloated? It. I mean, if if carbonation makes you bloated, like then yes, uh, it doesn't make me bloated. I chug I chug sparkling water all day long. Do you know that? I think it's a it was a vine, but that no, it was a TikTok. I don't. The guy who like chugged um a can of 
sparkling water as fast as you can, but you can't burp. You can't burp for like. <laughs> and then he it's like, like I also saw, and like, he's like, like oh my challenge. stomach, and then he like runs into the garage door. The, and then the garage door. Yeah. <laughs> that video's fucking. I fun. would like to see you do that challenge. I'm down. Okay. I'll do it. I'll do okay, it for TikTok. See it on TikTok. Hello, I'm Kenny Chilton, and I'm playing Emil Mazak, and it's a beautiful day to go to the outlet malls. <laughs> Deals, 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 nice. deals, deals. Any Outland Malls fans here? Yeah. I haven't been in a long time, but yeah. Oh my yeah. gosh, it's the best. Like some stores are just there like to be there for because they know people are going to be there and they, there's not really good deals. But like most of the like big box stores or like big brand stores, they got like, I get all my shoes here now. This is the only place yes. I ever want to go. Yeah. Outlets are great places for shoes. For shoes mm. it's where i've predominantly bought in like every pair of vans i've ever that's, owned that's all, where we like, just bought like three pairs of shoes at the van store yeah, yeah it's like buy one get one free or buy one yep. get one half off and it's just like i will actually i do and like going to the converse and the vans outlets because you can see the custom shoes people made but didn't like or like returned and didn't want and you can see like really weird shoes i just bought a pair that i'm pretty sure are custom that i couldn't nice. find anywhere else and they're just like weirdly colorful and i, I bought them because <laughs> they're so cool it's awesome hey yeah. vans outlet sponsor us shout out fucking good old american consumerism it's the best i love consuming i love things i love buying <laughs> gimme hello my name is becky schmader i'm the game master for this could get dicey and it's a beautiful day to just play video games as much as you physically can until <laughs> you fucking drop what are you what are you playing oh god okay we got tears of the kingdom still in the rotation we got diablo 4 uh we got nba 2k23 we got world of warcraft um there's probably more there was like a little chivalry in the action this last week i think it's just too much it's too many (laughs) games it's good a lot of people to tag in our social media (laughs) My eyeballs hurt. My eyeballs hurt. Yeah, how are your wrists? Those are fine. Those are fine. Oh, good, good. Although I will say in 2K, there was a one of the, I went to the gym to get my little like weekly boost or whatever on stats. And there's the one ex- exercise where you have to hit the triggers as fast as you can. And I was like, this, this one hurts. Yeah. It's like, I'm not, me as a person, I'm not trying to be the world's greatest basketball player. Like, what are you trying to do with my fingers here? But I did get four stars, and I did get that speed boost. So there we go. It made all the difference. I'm sure. And with that, let's begin. Last we left uh, off, our adventurers they had continued further into the collector's chateau. While there, they came upon a room that had a stone door with arcane markings on it, and a mechanism that would drop a mechanical humanoid into the room with them. Uh, They defeated the puzzle, opening the door and heading beyond it, uh, they came to a maze. The maze eventually led them to a switch, which unlocked something deep within the chateau and released a mechanical minotaur. The large, steaming, and angry mechanical minotaur now looks down upon you all, and with that, let us roll for initiative. Oh boy. 18. 17. 12. One day. (laughs) (laughs) So you all are in about like a 15 foot by like 50 foot room right now. It's poorly lit. um, Although you have dark vision and somebody may be lit. Did anyone light up a torch? Does anyone remember? Oh, this was in the maze? Yes, we definitely had a torch. Some of them we like threw it across a gap and stuff. 
Okay, yeah, you have a torch then, but you're in the maze. It's like a 15 foot by 50 foot room. There's the, and there's like the hallway that you all came through um, that has the floor opened up to a giant pool of water. Top of the order is Loomis. Uh, the Minotaur is about, oh, like 15 feet away from you. And did you say there was a pool of water? Yes, uh, from the hallway that you all entered into oh, this Oh, right, because of the, okay. Yeah, I was on the ceiling. Am yeah. I still on the ceiling, <laughs> technically? Uh, yes, technically, Ellis, I think, was the one that went up and hit the switch. So, Loomis, you're <laughs> on the ceiling. I think, uh, Emil, you just are past the water. And Ellis, you're in the middle of the room having hit the switch. Uh, and you said the Minotaur is about 15 feet away? Yes. As I'm on the ceiling, I'm going to head towards the Minotaur. And as I get right above it, I want to come down on it with my spear. Like jump, jumping down on top of it? or just Yeah, very similar it? to... I think I did the same move with the, the lobster. Lobster, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, go ahead and... A, a classic Loomis move, you know? <laughs> Ceiling to top of head attack. Uh, go yes. ahead and roll the bean footage. Uh, 17 to hit? That does hit. Excellent. So that will be for eight points of damage. Does, does it seem like it takes it all? Is there any resistance or anything to it? It does appear to take it all, yes. Sweet. Then I will use a key point to attack it again uh, with an unarmed strike with my claws. Okay. So does a 22 hit? Yes, that does. Okay. That would be I'm hitting, I'm just going to roll yes. the second one. Okay. And 18 hits? That, that hits as well. Sweet. So that will be a total of 14 points of damage. All right, go ahead. And as you yeah, you leap down from the ceiling on top of this minotaur, who is made of metal and steam's kind of coming out, go ahead and roll an athletics check to kind of see if you can keep your footing on top of this moving creature. 13. Okay, yeah, you're able to keep your footing. Um, it's a little rocky, but, you know, you being a, a vampire who has this ability to walk on walls and ceilings and with your superior body, uh, you're <laughs> able to to maintain your footing on top of this minotaur. I, yeah, I can't. Part of my superior body is climbing difficult surfaces. I would say a minotaur is a difficult surface. Absolutely, yeah. it is. Absolutely. Um, anything else for Loomis? That is my turn. Okay, Ellis. Um, I want to run away from it. <laughs> Period. Okay, in the direction Period. that you all came from, or it's sort of in the middle. It's in the middle of the room. You're in the middle of the room. It's sort of like on the the wall. Um, so you could go to the left or right away from it, or further away from it to like the south, I guess, so to speak. I guess I'll, I guess I'll just move kind of to the right. Like I kind of want to get like maybe not like I know. I see um, Loomis is on top. I assume Emil will go somewhere. I'm just trying to get away from, like, clumping up. So I'm, I'm just going to run to the right. Run to the right side of it. Okay. And as I'm running, I'm like, we're going to kill you, you stupid dumb cow. Uh, and I cast Vicious Mockery. Oh, right. And it needs to make a wisdom saving throw. That's a 14 wisdom saving throw. You just make it. All right. Um, I think a little distracted from... 
a person jumping on its head, uh, the Minotaur doesn't, it just kind of is unfazed by your words. I believe in you, Loomis. Um, I give you a bardic inspiration. Thank All you. Right. <laughs> um, also, Ellis, as you're running to the right side, you do see that there's an exit on that side as well. So there's an exit to the left side with the water, the right side, unknown path. And next is Emil. Uh, I will go the opposite way of Ellis, although I, I plan on getting close to it. I can get to him, get to yes. the Minotaur, right? Great. I'm going to run right up to it uh, and utilize my charger feet and make a melee attack it's gonna, with my twisted roots. That's okay. a 17 to hit. That does hit. Great. I'm going to get some extra damage on this. Um, 11 points of piercing damage. Yeah, so you send one of your roots up into um, this metal minotaur, probably skewing some of the, the metal um, pieces off of it and hitting into the in innards of this robot or robotic creature. Try something. Even though I see that it's mechanical, yeah. I'm going to try and use absorb since I hit it with a melee attack. Uh, does anything happen? There does not appear to be any blood of which you are hitting at the moment. Okay, great. And next is the Minotaur's turn. It's going to take its great axe and swing at you, Emil. Me? You have a vampire on your back. That's a 10 to hit. No. Okay, it's going to swing again. Oh, shit. That's a 22 to hit. Yep. You take 17 points of slashing damage. Uh, Emil is unconscious. Okay. Um, All right. You have a vampire on your back. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> fucked up against the wall. It's it's somewhat smart understanding it can't really like swing its axe upwards. Um, so yeah, it swings twice at you as you fall unconscious. Um, a big slash across your body from this great axe. Top of the order is now Loomis. Seeing that the Minotaur didn't go for him while on top of him, Loomis is still going to stay put and try to take their spear to the jugular. So that will be 18 to hit. That hits. Sweet. For 10 points of damage. Okay. And then I'm just going to take a normal bonus action to unarm strike again. So 19 to hit. That hits. For an additional 8 points of damage. Okay, yeah, as you aim for the jugular of this minotaur, you're able to pry off more of the metal um, kind of plating that it's made of, and steam is now, like, pouring out from its throat area. Um, it is not looking very good. So as as I hit this, instead of bleeding, it's steaming? It's steaming, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Still gonna be on its back, so where it can't really... It'd be really awkward for it to try to whip its what, what what did it have a great axe a great axe in the back just trying to be agile and okay go ahead and roll another athletics check since it's kind of done it's swung downwards and you've done another attack kind of like making it rear back 16 you're good you're able to to hold on your spear sort of like wedged in you're using it as leverage to keep you up on top of the minotaur and next is ellis uh, staying where I am, I'm going to yell um, at the Minotaur, <clears throat> trying to get its attention kind of on me, uh, and I'm going to go, Hey! 
uh, and I'm gonna snap my fingers. Um, and when I snap my fingers, it's gonna make uh, a big bell sound, and I'm gonna say, "Time to pay the toll." Uh, and you need to make a wisdom saving throw. Okay. <laughs> That's a ten. That fails. It's gonna take a d12 of damage. That'll be eight points of necrotic damage. It's still up. Its attention seems to be turning more towards you, despite Loomis on its back. Okay, Emil, go ahead and roll a death saving throw. All right, let me use the Emil die. <laughs> oh no. I rolled a one. Oh no! <clears throat> Is that two failures? Two of that three would be failures? Two failures. Uh oh. Uh oh. Emil is just bleeding out. <laughs> just bleeding just out the, on the floor. The gash on your chest is just, it is just going. It is blood just pouring out. Next is the Minotaur. It's turned towards Ellis and it's going to run towards you in a charging motion. Uh, it's horns down. Since I'm on it, does that affect him in any way? No. I like the cool. I like the thought though. <laughs> Giant robots don't get tired. You mean? No. That's a dirty twenty to hit. I'm gonna use a luck point to make you re-roll that. Oh. That's a twenty-two to hit. <laughs> yep. <laughs> uh, I like to imagine you try and do like you know like red flag. You guys have yeah, that. Yeah. Toro. Toro. Yeah, and then you just uh, don't move. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> you take 17 points of damage. Sounds good. <laughs> Next is Loomis. The Minotaur, you're on top of the Minotaur. The Minotaur is now chased onto the right side of the room where Ellis is. So glad Loomis is a vegetarian vampire. <laughs> that, don't turn me. Please don't turn me into a vampire. What if that's the only way? <laughs> Ooh, we'll have to see what happens. Uh... Spear is going to be 17 to hit. Yes. Ooh, another 10 points. This time I think you're probably aiming for like the horn and you're able to like pop one of the horns off of it, um, trying to disable it from goring people, but it is mm -hmm. still up. Okay. Then I'm going to use a key point to bonus action to unarmed strikes. So the first one's going to be, that's uh, not going to hit. That's a one. Okay. Nope. Nope. 18. That does hit. Cool. For another eight points of damage. All right. You, uh, you miss one of your hits kind of almost slipping off, but you grab your spear and like swing around, kicking it in the head and bringing it down to the ground. Um, steam spewing out of it, metal pieces kind of falling off of it as you have defeated it. Um, but you land really cool, like on top of it, and like pull your spear out, and the Minotaur has been defeated. Super easy breezy, beautiful Loomis. Uh, no sweat, not sweating, had, no. didn't get touched. <laughs> uh, this is the first time that he is on solid ground now, because uh, he's been on the ceiling and then on a Minotaur. That's correct. <laughs> That's correct. Yeah, your friends are just uh, bleeding beside you. Yeah, I guess like, what's wrong with you? Uh, I immediately shove a level two healing word towards Emil. Okay. You get 12 points back, Emil. Is this it? I wake up. Am I in hell? No, you just were brave for a little bit, but then you got knocked down. 
<laughs> oh god, pull aside my shirt. It's all bloodstained now, this blow of my suit. This is hell. No, I'm right. This is hell. Look at my suit. Oh, get up. You have more hit points than I do. <laughs> <laughs> what are we for? You're fine. <laughs> Thank you, um, whoever helped me out. I imagine, like, the scar from the, the axe is kind of closed up a little bit magically. Um, oh, God, that sucked. I, I, this is why I don't fight. This is why I don't like to fight, but can't talk to a robot, I guess. I'm getting kind of frustrated with this fucking house. Agreed. It's like, make a decision. Like, Candy Minotaur. You know, like, what What are we doing here? I think we should just try to get as, as close to the exit as possible. Or wherever this fucking book is. Do you need to take a breather, Ellis? I'm worried that if we take a breather, a two minotaurs will show up. I didn't necessarily mean in this exact spot, but figured we could take that exit. Pointing to the right side of the room and just kind of hang there for a second before we keep going. It's up to y'all. Um... I, I, I think this house is a house of puzzles and tricks and and bits. Uh, and I think the longer we stay in here, the more we're, we potentially might be at risk. Um, I, I agree with that. And I think also, um, let me let me just help the two of us out. No, no offense, Loomis, you look great. Uh, Ellis, we look like shit, obviously. I think. Obviously. Um, I'm going to use my last two hit dice to heal myself and heal Ellis. Uh, Ellis with cross-pollination, so I do have to touch you again with my barky skin. Um, but you're going to get <laughs> uh, 13 hit points back. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I'm going to get 14 hit points back. All right. No more hit dice. Okay. So what are we thinking? Are we thinking path with water or a path no. that we don't know to the right? We can't All We right. can't take the water one. I can like put my jacket down in it like a chivalrous person and I don't need this jacket anymore. It's ruined. It was like five feet of water and across like 15 feet. <laughs> we couldn't even get Loomis to like walk or we couldn't even get Loomis to talk about water the other day. <laughs> Um, let's just, let's just go to the right. Yeah, I guess that's true. Loomis hates water so much he doesn't even sweat. <laughs> As you all head to the right, uh, go ahead and roll a perception check. 20. 13. 4. Okay. Emil, you notice as you all, you know, you pick up your torch again and kind of bring it over to the right side of the room. You notice that you all are entering into another half of the maze. Uh, but you do notice that there does appear to be another large panel on the ground, similar to the one you all spotted on the left side, which you assume will open up to be a large pool of water if you're not careful. Loomis gets on the ceiling. <laughs> Everyone, look Look out for the stupid thing. There's another one here, another panel. Don't fuck with it. Um, there's another body of water to cross, Loomis, right? We have to cross water, you're saying, to get out of this room? Assumedly, we have to cross water if the panel drops, right? Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. okay. But there's another right, exit. We'll just... Yeah, we're in another half of the maze. So you all 
are just before the panel. Loomis is on the ceiling. How do you <laughs> proceed through this hallway? Ellis, you can you can see in the dark, right? Yep. Okay, why don't you take the lead? I'll, I'll hang out back here. The whole hallway is filled up with one panel that you assume when you touch it will drop, and then the whole hallway will turn into water. Like the floor. It's on the floor. It's like a floor. It's like a floor, yeah, of water. Okay. Well, we're going to have to get across this way one way or another. Loomis has got it covered because Loomis is on the ceiling. Emil, I don't have necessarily anything to magically get us across. I'm, I'm actually, um, like, pretty acrobatic. <laughs> I could, Loomis, if you could, like, hang on to the ceiling, I could, like, jump and you could catch me and throw me. Yeah, I was just about to ask how much do y'all weigh? I, I'm, I don't weigh very much at all. I'm probably, like, 100 and, what, like... 60 pounds soaking wet? <laughs> I'm not going to touch you if you're wet. It's a, it's just a turn of phrase. We get it. Um, I, um, I, I'm like, hold on. Let me check something out. And I go back to the other pool of water that's open, and I look at it. How deep is it? Um, it's about, like, five feet deep. Does it look like if you, like, if just judging by my own height and size, if I jumped in it, could I climb out? Or is it? You could climb out, yes. I think... One of you both had to swim across it last time. Yeah, and it was cold. Um, it was really, really cold water. I'm not getting back in that water. It's fucking cold. Yeah, Emil, if you want to jump, and I'll catch you and swing you across. We can try that. One, two, three, go! I run. <laughs> All right, <laughs> let's have some <laughs> acrobatics or athletics checks as you all attempt to catch Emil and throw him across. I'm imagining Loomis is like halfway across the pool, but on the ceiling with his hands down, and I'm just running and catching him like a trapeze artist. Yes, that's okay. how I imagined it too. Absolutely, I'm doing acrobatics. Okay, I am as well, and it was very good. This seems accurate. Yeah, mine was a twenty-four. Okay, eighteen. Okay, you all are. Uh, Emil leaps beautifully into your arms. Uh, Loomis, you all do like the perfect um, like aerial forearm lock and you're able to swing Emil across um, who lands just gracefully on the other side of this water <laughs> or this panel. The, the water hasn't been revealed to you all because you didn't set off the trap. Um, so you're on the other side of this w- w- panel. I feel alive. That was amazing, Loomis. Okay, I, I'm gonna go now. Um, I cast um, just for like hopefully just a little bit of leverage, like kind of doing the same thing of trying to grab uh, Loomis's hand. I'm gonna cast Mage Hand, like kind of a little below it, so I maybe just have just a tiny. I know it doesn't carry a lot of weight, but just like a little bit of leverage to like put my foot on something as I go to grab the hand. I like it. I like it. Okay, go ahead and roll acrobatics or athletics, both of you. I'll be ready to catch Alice on the a, other side. A flat 10. Uh, 24. With the help of the hand kind of giving you like a little extra like push off with a meal ready to catch you on the other side, they're able to swing you across. Uh, you land in Emil's arms on the other side of the <laughs> panel. Loomis, you walk across the ceiling and you make it to the other side of this trap. Good job, y'all. Yeah, we should have definitely done that the first time. Let's find this yeah. GD book and get out of here. There is, uh, you come to a crossroads, you can go to the left or to the right. Do we see, what do we see down each way? 
you're able to see on the right side it is a dead end and the left side looks like it loops loops around at least that it's not a complete dead end go left go left we go left loomis is still on the ceiling just a heads up of course heads up that's funny (laughs) (laughs) um everyone just roll like a general perception check as you're like making your way through this 17 12 12 you all continue through the maze coming to a couple more crossroads there's a path to your right or to your left um the right side uh amelia you're getting some like bearings like you're trying to put together the path that you've sort of taken you think the right path will lead you back to like the original entrance and that the left you're not sure where it will lead you but um let's go right this other way leads us back to where we started wait are we trying to get back to where we started are we trying to get to a new place where we think the book is let's go left because the other way goes back to where we started (laughs) and we're trying to get to a new place Yes. (laughs) Sorry, this whole place is like a fucking maze. I'm I'm a little confused. You sounded like Dora the Explorer there for a second. Let's go left. Can you say left? You all go left and eventually come across a door that you've never seen before. It's just a wooden paneled door in front of you. Emil, open the door. I'm going to, I will (laughs) poke it first with a dagger to make sure it's not some kind of trick. That's not how you open the door. Is this right? (laughs) There's no illusion. There's no trap. Uh, It seems to just be a wooden door that you have lost. I will open it. (laughs) Sorry, door. You open the the wooden door and you are back to where the items are that were, it was like the items and then the cupboard with the the different paint holes in it. So you are back there. Did we notice this door at all the first time we're in there or did it just kind of appear now that we've come through it you could kind of see now that it's it was like a hidden door that meshed with or like blended in with the wooden paneling um that's been around like the whole house is it the same exact room like the items are how like that everything's how we left it same exact room how you left it two of the items are missing there's the three other untouched little paint pots or paint holes. Can you remind us what those three items are? So you all had picked up the peculiar deck of cards that you think is a deck of illusions. You had also picked up uh, the sending stone set. Uh, so Emil, you have a, one red hand and one green hand, but you're wearing gloves. Um, go ahead and uh, do a just like a wisdom check as you were fighting to see... Uh, what happened? Uh, 18. Okay, when you, you, you think back to when you were fighting the Minotaur and your gloves had kind of like melted away as, or do you have to take off your gloves? Uh, yeah, to do the bark skin. So when you took okay. off your gloves, the color remained on like, ah, the bark. Okay. The three remaining items is a crown of sorts that you think to be a comp- like a crown of like comprehend languages. There's also a colorful rope that sits on a hook that is a rope of climbing. And there's also a deep green cloak that is a cloak of elven kind. And was this room before the maze? Like right before the maze? No, this was right after the okay. candy shop. Oh, boy. Well, shit, y'all. I, I don't know if I'm just stupid, but it kind of just seems like we're going to go in another circle again. The door is open, like the one that you had taken out of this room originally. Like that door is open. Perhaps there's another path. If we go onward, 
again there was a different way to go maybe such a big house now that loomis is on the ceiling do they notice anything no different bird's eye view bat's eye view if you will um nothing nothing appears to be different even though you're in a different perspective i like the i like the thought though but no well um unless anybody's hankering to to steal more um we should probably just push forward again is the owner of this house still watching us do you think or is this how you get your kicks i just say into the air no no response who knows which which way is forward the way we left before this door over here or we could go backwards, I guess, but back to the candy store. <laughs> no, I don't want to potentially piss off a robot in there, I don't yeah, think. True. Um, let's just go onward. We can always come back. Apparently. I put out my torch, by the way. I'm not still carrying a torch. Okay. <laughs> you put out your torch and move on back to the main entry room. And you can see now that uh, the central door that before had like no markings on is now open and there appears to be this seems to be like a lift of some sort and that there's like a button on the wall of this like little kind of space that's opened up behind the door i see this guy is really pretentious he needed us to see his whole house before we could see the next floor yeah he wanted us to prove ourselves and now we're going to take an elevator for the first time in this world (laughs) <laughs> that's a, you have taken lifts before the there is a lift folly, the yeah. grand lift at the squirrel's folly yes i know alice doesn't remember <laughs> <laughs> all right you all go inside of the lift and there is there's a button to go up or a button to go down the button to go down doesn't appear to be able to be pressed at the moment up we go the lift takes you upstairs to the second level of the chateau. The lift door opens and you are standing in a room with six doors, not including this, the door that you are standing in. Five of the doors have a handprint on it in different colors, red, green, yellow, orange, and purple. And beside each door is a suit of armor, their right hands all covered in paint corresponding with the door that they stand next to. The sixth door has words written on it, but five of the words seem to be missing. The phrase currently says, the blank likes blank blank and blank with knowledge blank. Well, that seems like nonsense. I wonder if we're going to have to go take all those items so we can get all painted and stuff because... Yeah, I, uh, uh, I'm wondering the same thing. Well, uh, maybe I can put my red or green hand up to one of these... Red or green insignias? Yeah, you should do that first before we go back down and take the things. Okay, can one of you just, like, stand in between me and this suit of armor in case it comes to life and tries to attack me? So it'll attack us instead? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, just, I don't want to turn my back to it, like, as I'm trying to mess we're with this door. Right here. We're, but, but we're right here, just, like... Can you be right here, like... But right here, though, next to this armor, I'll go to the door with the green hand, green paint, I mean. And you said there, the suit of armor has, its hand is painted, you said? Yes. And the door itself has a green hand print, too? Yes. I will put my green hand to the green hand on the door. Is your, with with or without your glove? I'll take my glove off. When you take your glove off and move to put your green hand on the door, the suit of armor springs to life 
um, and is going to attempt to grab. No, I fucking hand. told you. Does anybody I do mean, anything to up. stop it? <laughs> Eldritch blast. <laughs> Hell yeah. Okay, you get off an Eldritch Blast as this happens, and then we will roll initiative <laughs> after that, but go ahead and roll. Uh, 25 to hit. That hits. Seven points of force damage. The suit of armor with the green hand has sprung to life. Roll initiative. Emil, what did you get? I rolled a natural 20 for a 23. Ellis. 17. Loomis. 16. Emil, t- top of the order, the s- suit of armor it just got like kind of blasted away from you a little bit, uh, but it's still within like five feet of you, uh, trying to trying to get at you. It is your turn. Can I determine if there's someone in this suit or if this suit is animated? Uh, go ahead and roll a investigation check. Uh, twelve, no thirteen. It appears to be empty. Um, great. I will uh, with my ungloved hand i will stab at it uh with my hand transitions mid stab into a root um that's going to be a 15 to hit that misses damn bonus action heal myself oh no i can't i'm out of hit dice i'm just gonna move away i think i'm just gonna back up okay it's gonna try and do an opportunity attack on you that's a 13 to hit that just hits no it doesn't 14 now haha my, okay, my that misses. So yeah, it still tries to like, like, go after you and try and grab at you and swing at you, uh, but you get out of the way. I'm backing up away from. Yeah, it. I'm kind of backing up like to- more towards the middle of the room. Next is Ellis. I'm gonna fire another Eldritch Blast. That's a natural twenty. Okay. Hooray! 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 Give me a ten. Give me a ten. Give me a ten. Give me a ten. That's a five. Uh, ten points of damage. So I guess you it worked out. Get what out. you ask for. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, yeah, you're able to sort of shoot a blast at one of its shoulders. Um, it sort of turns its attention towards you a little bit, kind of as you blast it, like knocking one of its like pauldrons off of its form a little bit. Next is Loomis. I would like to, I mean, I don't know if I can do this, but essentially charge at him with my spear to try to like push him back, I guess, a little bit more. I don't know if, if I'm, I can do that mechanically that's what i'd like to do okay it's technically like that would be a push action instead of an attack action but since you have a superior body we'll give you a little <laughs> extra oomph if you go ahead and roll uh an athletics check while you're doing this okay. to see if like so i'm gonna do kind of hit i'm gonna see if i'm gonna hit him or i'm gonna do an athletics check and then see if i hit him it yes so yeah the athletics is just to see if you got like the juice the juice you. the juice can it somehow be acrobatic? Can I do a cartwheel and then go? <laughs> somersault. Can I somersault? <laughs> can if you yeah if you go ahead and do like a back handspring into it? Yeah, I'm and coming off the ceiling, like doing spear. a back handspring, and then that's pretty acrobatic. Stabbing him with acrobatic. that's pretty acrobatic. We could do an acrobatic. Have you ever been on the ceiling? It's pretty acrobatic. I have not. I cannot easily say I have not done that. So that's going to be 16 acrobatics. Okay, yeah. We'll say that you get like an extra like like plus plus two damage cool, if you hit. Cool, cool, Watch, I don't hit. No, I do hit. Uh, 17 plus six to hit. That does hit. And then you'll roll and then do your normal damage and then add plus two. Eight points of damage. Yeah, you come crashing down on this thing and you manage to like wedge your 
spear like underneath its other pauldron and when you like rip it off you like rip off its whole like arm on that side so now it's just one-handed nice cool and then i'm gonna bonus action unarm strike him okay so ooh, i don't know uh does a 12 hit that misses the first part was so cool i just <laughs> it was so cool you try to swing up though and it's able to swat your arm away um it's not fully out of this fight Next is the suit of armor, uh, who's going to multi-attack you, Loomis. That makes sense. That's a 17 to hit. Nope. And a natural 20. Yeah. <laughs> you take 14 points of bludgeoning damage. Ouch. It was a crit. Is a good oh. crit. But yeah, you take 14 points of bludgeoning damage as it kind of like swats that arm away and like almost like locks it up and like yanks yanks down and like karate chops your shoulder a little bit doing like a nice like stinger to almost one of those like um like a chi blocker from avatar like kind of mm, like yeah. gives you a stinger ah. in the shoulder a little bit uh top of the order is emil emil likes a good brain teaser so he turns around and just looks at door number six real quick just thinking about it should have gone for the brain teaser um and instead we're fighting an animated suit of armor uh, I'm out of tricks. I'm just gonna come back up to this thing as it's uh, fighting Loomis. I'm gonna try and flank it. Like come from behind it. Yeah, its attention's like fully on Loomis, right. so you can do that. I'm gonna come from behind it and try to attack it with my twisted root. Wow, two stinkers. Um, the highest I rolled was a 15. Misses. Wow. Yeah, you try. You go up to it, <laughs> and your your roots just kind of like glance off of its back. Okay. That's it for me. Okay, Ellis. I will kind of stay put. Uh, I will snap my fingers again as a ringing sound fills the air, and I'm going to cast Toll the Dead, and you need to make a wisdom saving throw. 14 minus 4. That's what I'm talking about. That, that goes 11 points of necrotic damage. Okay, it fully takes that. You kind of send out this necrotic wave from this bell, um, and it sort of gets inside of the suit and like rings really loudly and shakes the whole suit of armor to the ground as it di- dies, falls apart. I killed it with sound. Oh. <laughs> Can I dig through it? Maybe there's some some kind of clue in here as to what's going on. I like dig through the empty shell of armor to see if anything's in there. There is nothing in there. I imagine that if there is a clue, it would be behind the door that you just opened. Uh, yeah, I, I have one more theory. Um, does the armor, like, come apart? Can I, like, take the gauntlets off now? Yes. Um, I'll take the hand with the green paint on the door. Say, like, I'm just wondering if we're going to need to go back to the paint room or if we can just, you know, kind of kill all the suits of armor in the room and use those hands. Uh, I'll, like, hold it up to the door to see if it does anything. Okay, yeah, when you hold up the, the green painted gauntlet to the door, it opens the door. All right, so if these things are going to come to life anyway, we might as well just, like, one by one, just, like, all fuck it up right while they're, like, sleeping, basically. You know, like, methodically. It's not a bad idea. I mean, I I don't feel bad saying this because this guy's house sucks, and, like, these things aren't alive. There's no one in here, so. Well, we should definitely see what's behind Green Door first. Okay. And then, and then maybe do like a tactical take out, like an assass- like an assassination of each suit of armor. Like a, like a, yeah. Hmm. All right, That's go heavy. look. In, 
Go look inside, Emil. Go okay. Inside. Go inside the room. <laughs> I opened the the inside green door. of the behind the green door. It's a very very small room. There just is a, like a little table with a little wooden block uh, with a word carved into it, and the word is gained. I think that goes in between and and with. I think following Emil's idea, Emil already has a red hand. So maybe we should just go to the red suit of armor and just like one, two, three, fuck, you know, fuck it up hard. Like, so like, I wonder if I can try to maybe like, why would they both have red hands on them? Maybe I should touch the suit of armor first and that will like pacify it with my red hand. I don't know. I'm just theorizing. I'd always much prefer the peaceful option to the like, let's fight option. Before we do that can i or we do just a quick perception check to see i don't know if these suits of armor move or just anything else just around us just to get a vibe check i guess of the area we're in yes 17 15 8 ellis you notice um near the the sixth door that has the words written on it there's words carved into the floor and filled with gold um it's kind of hard to see it's pretty like embedded into the ground but there's a phrase written into the ground one is enough two just won't do more than that and you're being a fool and this is at the bottom of the door um it's not like in front of it's like kind of closer to the sixth door but it's it's definitely like carved in like the floor as if like walking in this is kind of like the clue of the room perhaps one might say okay so we have the blank likes the blank blank and blank with knowledge blank and then we have one is enough two won't do and anymore you're a fool i I wonder if they're referencing the magical items maybe they're talking about us i'm not really personally very strong and in the riddle department, I'm more of a just give me the answer kind of guy. I just don't know what they mean. Because the only thing I could think of is like one of these doors would be enough for us to solve this riddle. But we just did a door and we got the word gained. Which isn't enough to solve the riddle. Do you think it's referring to the room where we could have taken a bunch of items? But see, even that, right? It's saying one is enough. And if you take an item, it dyes your hand, which obviously corresponds to the colors in this room. And it can't be referring to that because we took, we did one. Um, and we did one door, and it didn't lead us any closer to solving the riddle. Should we just go forth with the idea of getting the suit of armor's hand and pushing it against the door or i do do we want to do that or we do, do we just want to like alpha team strike force fuck fuck up the red suit of armor really quick unless unless hold on hold on emil emil's uh little wheels might be spinning so we should definitely let him focus so every everybody shut up and let emil focus okay nobody talk anymore there's just a train outside my window so i'm waiting to talk until it's gone <laughs> He's he's not, he he just says that, but he's got something. He's about to say something that's gonna light this motherfucker up. Ready, Lewis? I guess the word "gained" could fit at the end of this sixth door's 
blank as well, if that's what's supposed to happen here. Like, something with knowledge gained. True. That's, um, I, I actually like that better. But, regardless, I don't know how we're supposed to fill in the rest of the... Or, like, or we're supposed to carve it in, or... Um, like, if we're supposed to get through this door, I don't know how we do that without opening more than one door. If two won't do, and more than that makes us fools, it can't be referring to the doors. Right? Yeah, that's ridiculous. So, I mean, let's just go with our OG plan, I guess. Let's let's fuck up. Let's at least fuck up the red one and see if we can... Okay. Unless anybody <laughs> else has, has another idea. Emil thinks really hard. <laughs> Does anything come to him? <laughs> Got any clues for can't, me? Can't say that's how that one Damn. works. Uh, but shot, yeah, you all approach shot. the red-handed uh, suit of armor. Uh, do you still have your glove on your red hand? I will at this point leave it on because I think... Oh yeah, no, I was going to touch the suit of armor with my red hand, right? I think maybe... I think that's like what could be triggering the suits of armor too like our greed in the floor below could be what's like the more items we took is the more art site hey you know what fuck it let me just try something completely else let me who has clean hands i'm just gonna walk up to the red door and try to open it maybe that's the like maybe the fact that you had that you were a guilty greedy thief boy um that's what triggered the suit of armor so Maybe I'm a good person, period. <laughs> so I'm just going to walk up to the door and try to open it. And, the, and maybe the, and the suit of armor is just going to be like, come come on in, Garcelle. Sure. You walk up to the red door, place your hand on the handprint, and nothing happens. I look at the suit of armor and I say, I'm going to touch your hand now. And I'm going to touch its red hand. Yep. When you touch its red hand, the whole suit of armor like falls apart, leaving Papa's. just the gauntlet in your hand and you can touch it to the door if you would like yes i do that immediately okay when you do so the door opens and inside is another little wooden block with the word endings on it i fucking i throw my fucking hands in the air and i go smart guy i'm smart yes let's do this let's go um great uh, I go to the next door and I go, "Hello, sir. Nice to meet you." And I grab the suits of armor's <laughs> hand and I I motion it to uh, the handprint. Okay, excellent. You open the yellow door. Inside is a wooden block that says "Collector." Should we be getting these wooden blocks and putting them next to the sixth door? Oh yeah. Do they like fit into the like this thing is etched into the door, right? Yeah, there appears to be like little spots where the wooden blocks Great. would fit in. So the collector likes blank endings, happy endings, and blank with knowledge gained. Let's do the next one. Yes. You've got the magic touch, Ellis. You go to the orange door, you open it up, and inside is a wooden block that says proper. Hmm. Proper beginnings and proper endings, remember? Wasn't there something about proper beginnings? Yeah, that was on the first door. Yeah, we fucked it up. That's right. <laughs> now we've got it completely right. <laughs> This is completely right now. You go to the last door, you open it up. Inside is a wooden block that says beginnings. So the collector likes proper beginnings and proper beginnings and endings with knowledge gained. Now, hold on really quick. I think that that's the answer. I don't want to be a greedy little bad boy, 
But now that we have the answer, we could go back and get the rest of those items really quick. I don't see the downside. I don't see the downside <laughs> either. Unless it's Let's just see what's gonna... behind this door first. So hold on really quick. After we've opened up all these doors, you said all the suits of armor like fell to the ground when I touched their hands, right? So yeah. the suits of armor are like incapacitated, quote unquote, potentially. In theory, in sure. Theory. I mean, what do y'all say? <laughs> <laughs> or nah. I, let's just, let's do our job. Huh? We can, I mean, we're going to steal a book. We can at least steal fucking f- four, three more items. As in after, like, let's steal the book and then go steal those items. What do you want to do, Lubitz? I mean, I'm kind of honestly tired of this place, so i kind of rather just get out of here. Maybe we get the, the book and then head back down to the items. Okay. I go and uh, put the blocks in their correct order. Can you read the order again? The collector likes proper beginnings and endings with knowledge gained. You put the blocks in and the door pops open and it slides open revealing a large dark room um, that kind of curves to the right. Slowly torches flicker on revealing quite the sight. This room appears to be that of a research lab, library, and almost a museum. This room is why this man is considered the collector you put together. Skeletons, glass containers with creatures, organs, plant matter, all suspended within these liquid uh, glass jars. There are so many books from floor to ceiling. There's bookcases. Maps are framed and hung on the walls. This room is overwhelming and large, and it's very hard to take it all in. And we're going to stop there with you all taking a look within the collector's collection room, so to speak. Oh, boy. This could get dicey. He gets better every day. <laughs> okay, finally made it to the collector's lair. Or laboratory? There has to be some weird shit in here, right? Anyone want to make a bet on how many dead bodies we'll find? You know what you can easily find, though, is This Could Get Dicey anywhere podcasts are streamed and on Instagram and TikTok at TCGDpod. If you found our antics enjoyable, help us out by leaving a rating, review, or simply sharing it with a friend. Thanks for joining us, and stay tuned for our next episode coming out Wednesday, August 16th.